This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. Hello, 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 hello. 12.30, the women's company, which is lunchtime networking for business women. And as my regular listeners will know, this slot here on the Love to Beat Radio is every Monday, 2 o'clock till 4 o'clock. And I have some amazing super guests. But first of all, let's do some shout outs. So shout out to John Parker, painting, maintenance and decorating. JP Property Care, you can find him on 07956 119243. So our news from 12.30 is that tomorrow we've got the East Dulwich meeting with Dana Chapman and we're in a new venue, a new venue uh, called the Cherry Tree, so that's going to be exciting for us and we'll see with a different menu and different surroundings with different people and some new people. So don't forget, that's 12.30 tomorrow at East Dulwich. And you'll find 12.30, the women's company, online with all the Ws, 1230.co.uk, and you'll find the events and meetings on the calendar. Everything else has got all our news and up-to-dates on there for you. Um, David Bowie fans? I'm involved with a local group in Beckenham. As you know, I'm based in Beckenham, but 12.30 has groups around. Um, So it's a Ziggy Stardust Family Fun Day this Saturday, starting at 10 o'clock and finishing at 5, with lots of acts, lots of things for the children to do, arts, the schools are all involved, various tribute artists. But also is the trail. So there is a trail from Dean's Cycle Shop down by the roundabout, the War Memorial opposite the cinema. So the actual Ziggy Trail starts there. You can get your card from there, which will take you all the way up the high street, or if, in fact, you go to the website, the Copers Cope Area Residence Association website, you'll find the card for the trail there. So do do that. It's going to be a super, super, super day. Fun for everyone. And then coming up in August is the um, big show with Sean Murphy, uh, Sean Murphy, sorry, Sean, (laughs) Um, and that is on the 10th of August, followed by our super, seems like super's the word in today, isn't it? Maybe not. Um, But anyway, 14th of August is our seaside day where Kat Webb, our host, our Birchington Group host, has invited us to have a look around her amazing 14th, what am I talking about? Her amazing Art Deco uh, venue. Um, And we will have some fish and chips or whatever you fancy there, as well as a tour around the B&B. Now, again, regular listeners will know that I like to tell everybody that if you do actually stay at Cats, each room, each suite is actually themed. And one, the David Bowie suite, has actually got a full-sized, life-sized image of David Bowie in the shower. So you can say that you had a shower with David Bowie. What more can you want? I don't know. Um, what other news is there for you today? So, Seaside Day... Um, 
yeah, I think that is it to be keeping an eye out on the website. I'm aiming to have an event in September, which uh, I'm just getting the venue sorted out. We will have something for our menopause gang because it's menopause month in October. And then in November, we're looking at the global entrepreneur speed networking event. So do keep your eyes open for that. So I'm Jackie Groundsaw. I own 1230 The Women's Company, which is networking for business women, both online and offline. And I'm broadcasting to you today from the Love to Beat radio station. That's L-O-V-E-D-A-B-E-A-T radio station based here in Penge in the High Street. So you will find them 24-7 on your computer or even on your app on your phone. You'll be able to find that there. So don't forget, 12.30 is all the Ws, 1230.co.uk. And I'm delighted to let you know that I have Nina Cabri here with me. Nina, can you hear us okay? Uh, yes. Hi, Becky. Hello. Oh, cool. There you are. Good stuff. How are you? Is it very warm where you are? Um, yes, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very grateful that we have lovely warm weather here in London, yes. <laughs> Good. So, actually, are you in London at the moment or are you, because I know sometimes you're based in Luton, aren't you? Yes, um, I'm actually working from um, uh, my London um, home office. Um, yes, I actually, um, um, I, know, I know Hertfordshire very well and I know Luton, they're sort of a cheaper property investment, um, um, you know, cheap sort of le- le- lower cost of living. That's okay. actually um, where I've relocated um, last, um, uh, last, last year. Cool. Okay, well, Nina, um, the audience is all yours. So if you'd like to introduce yourself and tell everyone a bit about you. I met Nina many, many, many years ago, uh, and we've stayed in touch during that time. So, Nina, uh, the floor is yours. Thank you, lovely Jackie. So, yes, I'm very delighted to be um, uh, a long-term business partner and a friend, and, and a friend of Jack, Mr. Jackie Brownsell, and, and, her, and, her, and I'm very grateful to work with the One Two Three Women's Company. Um, I am um, a tax and business, um, and business um, remote trainer. Um, and, and I'm a consultant, landlord, author, speaker, owner, manager, and founder of my ordinary small business, Unicity. Um, and then um, basically, we um, have tax specialist services uh, of training and bespoke one-to-one consultancy with myself, um, where we focus on um, um, services uh, created to identify business training needs and developing programs customized to the needs of individuals and companies. As a property investors, landlords, solo entrepreneurs, uh, business owners, uh, possibly working with the on off site bookkeepers, um, uh, uh, up to, from small owners to six companies. And then also, um, I also offer a property acquisition and property management services uh, to enable um, uh, employees of, of larger companies, basically, and property investors in general, to get on the property ladder as long as they become genuine clients with a plus one number help them invest in um, property in this country, renovate and let out properties, uh, in which we work um, with banking um, solicitors, mortgage lenders and estate agents. Um, and then and then also, um, at the moment, um, I'm looking forward to um, uh, possibly creating some more products, CDs and DVDs, uh, promoting one-day workshops in London or, um, or um, 
up north um, but between Hertfordshire and Newton um, uh, for example um, and also and also in um, Bromley um, and also uh, and, well, and, and also obviously um, uh, yeah just basically helping just trying to help more trying to um, encourage more people to um, um, basically get on the public ladder um, and um, and um, develop, develop, become self-employed as well, and develop and, and help them with branding, sales, and business growth strategies. You know, they want to eventually become business owners. Yeah, yeah no, that's great. Um, Nina, I'm, I remember many moons ago when I first started in business, I went to uh, a three-day startup business startup course, and one of the speakers there was actually um, an accountant. I guess much the sim- same as as um, you would be at the moment, but she taught us. Um, a very basic way of keeping all our receipts good and tidy. Now, I know we've got everything that we can do online and we can scan everything, but one of the things she told us at that time was, you know, sometimes you get posts through and they're A4 envelopes or there might be some spam in there or something like that. She said, save 12 of those envelopes, put them in a ring-bound folder and mark them up January, February, right through to December. So you've got one envelope for each month. And as your receipts come in, just stuff them in there and you can deal with them as you go along. And I will, it's always stayed with me what a great idea that was because it didn't cost anything except perhaps a ring binder. Um, but, of course, now technology being what it is, things are very different. So uh, how, you know, sometimes... It's always a bit of a, oh, how much tax am I going to be paying this year? How can you tell? How do you know, how can you tell whether you're actually paying, the, apart from obviously getting a professional like yourself, how can we know how much tax we're paying or if we're paying too much or if, God forbid, we're paying too little and they catch up with us later on in Colorado. So how do people know how much tax they need to pay? Um what um what what are the um what are the bar- oh, not barriers that's not the right word how can you help people or how can you tell people actually whether they are on track for paying the right amount of tax or is in fa- if in fact they're paying too much what do they need to keep an eye on yes yeah, so, so you want me to sorry you want me to clarify about um how people how, how do people know if they're paying too much of tax? Yes, please. Yes, please, if you would. Yeah. So most of us, most of us um, look for a job, um, and so uh, we become employees first, and um, uh, keep on the jobs, and then through our um, through through our salary, through our wages, through our salary, we uh, have to keep, we, we have PAYE, pays you back, pays you earn, you know, and we pay tax um, directly, and then pay directly to HMRC. Managed revenue and customs um, in your in your weekly wages um, and and then um, in your monthly salary statements, which you must keep in the future for mortgage for mortgage lenders and advisors. You know if you want to progress into the ladder. And what it is is um, um if you start a business um which which many people do like pick and top businesses from home, especially ladies. And um, if you have a loss making business, you can possibly get a tax rebate from the government. You know, so that's how you can become more um. Savvy and more financially literate uh, to understand, and that's how we—that's what I try and encourage people. That's how I want people to come to my um, Monday workshops. Um, previously, I hadn't swept and hold them with your lovely self tracking. You, 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 you gave a presentation which um, my clients really appreciated, and um, my my manager, Andrew's problem, my brother. So just basically to um, 
and to understand um, how to um, complete your um, self-assessment tax returns. It's all online now. You know, HMRC staff encourage people to tailor their tax returns um, online and then basically um, um, uh, and then basically complete the tax returns. And what I do is I provide spreadsheets. I find spreadsheets are very helpful, very easy to follow, to be able to actually uh, 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 basically claim every penny that you can possibly claim, like you know, making sure that you... Uh, have the correct income and also um, understand um, the expenses, you know, so, yeah. Okay, so it's a question of really keeping your records straight and everything yes. otherwise is all online. Um, yes, hey, yes. So so um, what about any of the other, I mean, I, I must admit, I, I keep a record of my stuff um, on a spreadsheet because our, our business things are just straightforward in and out. We don't have to worry about... Um, expensive items that we're buying in etc um so i think a spreadsheet is a really useful tip for people to have but what about when people perhaps get a little bit more complicated with their accounts is there any is there any particular uh software online software that you might recommend people use for keeping their records yes yes so um obviously i, I, I personally find spreadsheets are, um, are enough to be able to Complete um, all the boxes um, that are on the, that are on the, um, on the HMRC um, tax returns. Okay. However, some some larger businesses they do use SAVE, and I and I use SAVE in my AAT exams up to um, level three, in which I achieved the AAT sort of advanced to in bookkeeping in level three, and I got ninety percent of my SAVE exams. So SAVE is fantastic. Many many larger businesses use SAVE, and other businesses do use QuickBooks. Okay. Cool. Um... And I think so, and it does simplify things, I think, doesn't it, if people do need to have those records because it flags up um, when they need to do things, when they need to make, when we need to make returns, etc. Um, um, I'm going to, it seems as if the line's not that great today, but I'm going to ask you, Nina, for one really hot tip before we sail off into a piece of music called Run the World. Um, but... Have you got a really hot tip that our listeners can benefit from in terms of managing their accounts, apart from, of course, coming to somebody like yourself? Oh, and before you do that, can you tell us how our listeners can actually find you, first of all? So how we can find you, first of all, and then your really hot tip. Yes, yes. So um, um, you're amazing. I've got up to date with IT because we are in the new age of technology. Um, um, all our customers and clients and um um, you know, uh, uh, basically everyone, all, all the young children have, have, have a phone, um, and the, and but online banking, I think, uh, my tip would be um, to, um, try, and get, try and at least afford um, broadband if you can, or, or go to libraries where you get free internet access, and consider um, uh, basically doing online banking. Um, if, if you have a property, make sure you pay that mortgage. Um, so you don't get repossessed, um, and also to make sure you pay your supplies as well. You know, um, if, and so it's a wonderful country that we're so close to Europe. That, that's how estate agents um, um, sort of um, offer offer services um, to um, for, for um, business owners or um, or good employees or um, so long as to actually uh, receive additional income, mental income. So being up, being up to online, especially with online banking, on and um, using um. LinkedIn, like yourself, perhaps, um, uh, helps a lot to uh, to sort of um, uh, become, as I, I would encourage you to consider becoming a property investor in the future. 
Okay, okay. So property property is the gold of today, isn't it, really, in that sense? So, Nina, how, um, before we dash off and crash into our adverts, how do people actually find you and get the opportunity to talk to you about um, what you're able to offer? Where You're on all yes, the please. social media? Yes, yes. Um, I'm on, I'm, I'm on, I've got Nina Carpenter Consultancy on Facebook, but, um, for example, if anyone, please drop me an email, um, it's nukplettings at gmail.com or Nina Carpenter at gmail.com. I'm very happy to offer anyone a free, a free phone consultation or a Zoom consultation. If there's any way I can add value, to their um to their business and their property portfolio and help them and and, and then and then help them or you know and help them move forward and um to um generate more revenues around public income you know excellent well thank you so much for taking the time to join us today and um i'm sure we'll be hearing from you again catch you later lena thank you so much 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio Mondays 2 till 4 p.m. UK time Tips, inspiration, fun, tunes For and from business women On all the socials www.1230.co.uk At Love to Beat Radio Welcome back into the studio I am delighted to let you know That I have my next guest here waiting So how are you, Gem? I'm very well. I'm enjoying this beautiful weather. Mm, it's glorious, isn't it? It's really glorious. I just sort of sat out in the garden over the weekend and didn't do a lot, really. I just looked at the garden. So, <laughs> so our regular listeners will know all about you, Jen, but if you'd like to introduce yourself um, to our new listeners and also a reminder to those that do listen to us frequently. Over to you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, uh, my name's Jen Bahajoub. I'm a independent marketing strategist and social media consultant. And um, I help small business owners and busy entrepreneurs attract, nurture and retain their ideal clients through the power of social media and content marketing. And I offer a range of different services and I split them into two categories. I have my done with you services which is my one-to-one coaching group coaching and workshops and my done for you services where I basically take all your marketing away from you and do it for you so you don't have to worry about it the latter sounds like an excellent idea I think and I think a little bird told me that you've got some exciting stuff coming up some courses or sessions would you like to expand on those for us uh, yes, certainly. I can't hear you very well, Jackie. Would you just move slightly closer to me? Sorry, you've cut out a little bit. Closer to the microphone. How's that? Yeah, that's much better. Okay. Sorry, you wanted me to expand on my coaching services? Yeah, I think you've got you've got uh, not only your regular ones, but haven't you got something new coming up now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so I do. I run a group marketing um, coaching program for female entrepreneurs. I have two groups at the moment. Um, each group is maximum of six individuals and we meet once a month for a strategic brainstorming session and once a month for a productivity session where we try and put all our ideas into action Um, and I'm going to be launching my third group in September so there'll be an online version for those of you who may not be close to me in Bromley and also um, an in-person version in Bromley we meet at Contingent Works in Bromley. 
uh, once a month. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be launching that. And so if there are any female entrepreneurs who need my guidance and support with their marketing um, but may not have a massive budget, then this is an ideal um, solution because you get my eyes on your business, but you also get feedback and support from other like-minded business owners. Um, and it's, a, it's a, at a um, rather reasonable cost of £60 plus VAT a month. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about launching that, my third group. Is, that's a month, is it, Jem? Sorry? Did you say £60? Was that a month? Yeah, £60 plus VAT a month. Right, cool. Yeah, I know that's good. It's very reasonable. When you think, well, what we have to factor in is our own time and how long these things would take us to work it out when we've got you there guiding us all the time. Um, what what currently is the biggest problem that people have with dealing with social media? Is it the strategy side or or what's actually the biggest thing at the moment? I would say there's, there's a quite a few, but the one that I come up against over and over again is confidence. Um, so in fact, I, just a couple of new... Um, members to my to my second coaching group joined and their biggest concern was if they would be selling their services on social media they'd be bothering their followers and they didn't want to be too aggressive they didn't want to talk about what they did they didn't want to, be, they didn't want to annoy their followers so I had to really sit them down give them a good pet talk <laughs> and um, tell them that actually you know they're on social media for a reason their followers are following them for a reason they want to know about their services and they're making it easy for people to understand what they offer by talking about their services so um but that was just a confidence barrier they just needed a reality checkers to you know the worst that can happen if someone doesn't want to hear about your services is they'll just scroll on that's it yeah um the best that will happen is that someone will book you so and you know and that and the worst the best case scenario happens more often than the worst case that that's really good advice on that side of things with your um business women that come to you is there any particular industry or sector that comes or is it just a broad mix so with my coaching services and my workshops like i work across all different industries um absolutely all industries because it's all such so transferable when I do the marketing for an organisation, I tend to drill it down to uh, an industry that I might personally be very passionate about. Um, and um, I'm really passionate about the arts and entertainment industry, um, luxury lifestyle brands, and also health and wellness. I'm representing a sleep expert at the moment, um, also representing a furniture design company, um, and a, you know, a music organisation in the past. So it, it's varied, but I do definitely have my passion industries. Yeah, it, it's interesting, isn't it, how um, obviously word gets out uh, amongst the individual industries as well so that people can spread the word about you and know that what your particular expertise is. So how did you get where you are now? How did, it all, how did all this start? Well, it's, uh, it's been a. Oh, I'm, I'm about to reveal my age, Jackie. I'm not sure I want to do that. <laughs> um, I've, been, I've been working in marketing for 20 years, and I started off um, in the music industry. I was a promotions manager at Universal Music, and then I went on to head up my own. Um, well, I was director of a PR agency in, in Soho, and we worked a lot of 
music festivals and uh, arts organisations and record labels. And uh, then in 2008, myself and my husband had the opportunity to move abroad to America. Um, he got offered a job over there in Washington, D.C. So uh, we took the rather nerve-wracking decision to uh, change our lives and give up our jobs and uproot ourselves and move to America. And we were in America for 10 years, and, and that's where I became a small business owner for the first time. So I launched my own uh, PR and marketing agency in Washington, D.C. in 2009. Um, spent five years there and then moved to Chicago, where I expanded my company. Uh, so I was there for 10 years in total. So I moved back to London five years ago now. So it's, uh, yeah, five years gone incredibly quickly. Um, but yes, and when I moved back, so my background's in PR, but when I moved back to the UK, I decided to specialize and really kind of niche down into social media and content marketing and, and digital marketing in general. Just because there was such a demand for it, it was exploding and so many people felt overwhelmed by it. They didn't know where to start. They didn't quite understand it. And so, um, as I felt it was such a strong demand that that was an area that I really wanted to, um, yeah, niche down into. And I'm yeah. glad I did. Well, yes, and your obviously your reputation is is growing and growing and growing. So it's not. I mean, one from my point of view, the one that's dropped off the edge for me is TikTok. I haven't got a TikTok account. I don't do anything with TikTok. Um, but that's also growing, isn't it? Would you yeah, agree? Absolutely. Would you Would you say it is or not? Sorry, I, I didn't hear that last bit, Jackie. T- TikTok is that growing and. Ex- um, oh gosh, yeah, TikTok is huge, absolutely huge, and um, it's an, a fantastic platform for businesses. Um, it's a sort of, it's a bit like Marmite. Marmite, you either love it or you hate it. And um, from a business perspective, I love it. From a parenting perspective, I hate it. <laughs> um, I do think that it's something we have. It's a, it's rather unregulated and difficult to control, and, and I think social media in general, which is an entirely different subject. Yeah. And a very negative impact on on the um, children's mental health. But from a business perspective, TikTok is amazing, and there are so many brands just blowing up on TikTok at the moment. Um, my personal favourite platforms are Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, so that's sort of where I concentrate my business efforts because I'm a big believer that, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur that where your marketing and where you should be focusing your energies is in that intersection of what you enjoy, so what brings you joy, and where your audience is as well. Because uh, I think if, you don't, if you're not enjoying being on a platform, then, it, 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 then there's no point in being on it. Because it shows, your followers it? Will be I guess. It, it shows, exactly. People don't want to look at people who are feeling awkward being on that platform. Mm. Yeah. Um, I always follow joy when it become, comes to your marketing. <laughs> so, um, Instagram and LinkedIn, you said. What, what, I know everybody tells us, and I'm guessing you're the same, that you go where your audience is, but what actually settled you, apart from the fact that you just explained it's, it's what you love, what settled you on Instagram and LinkedIn? And did it take a long time to get that far, or how did it work? And no, making I mean, that decision. No, I, I, yeah, um, I think with Instagram, I love it because it's a mix, mixture of content formats. 
So there's the videos, but there's also the photos and the, the multi-photo posts, which are called carousel posts. So I just love the fact that you're not just relying on one content format, as opposed to TikTok, which is all short-form video. Mm. Um, I think my demographic is definitely on Instagram. Um, and then with LinkedIn, because LinkedIn is the only social media platform dedicated entirely for doing business, that alone is what initially attracted me to LinkedIn. Um, but also, it's one of these platforms that has just grown from strength to strength over the years. In fact, it exploded during lockdown and the COVID pandemic um, and has really grown in popularity and also grown in, in, in strength in terms of features that it offers. Yeah. It's incredibly easy to find your ideal client on LinkedIn and to attract and nurture your ideal client and convert, which will then convert into business. So I think it's how specific it is. It feels much more specific. People are there to do business, so you can talk business, whereas Instagram, very much there to entertain and inform. Um, so the discoverability, people will discover you and they'll follow you for a reason, but there isn't that sort of, their goal isn't necessarily, the, the average consumer's goal isn't necessarily to follow a business. Um, but I still love it. I love both. And, and they're both incredibly powerful marketing tools for, for my business and, and for, for many of my clients too. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that. The, the, the one thing, I mean, I've seen obviously how it's, um, LinkedIn has changed over the years. But the one thing I really object to on LinkedIn is when people contact you, and I'm sure this isn't just me, I'm not getting personal about it. When they contact you and you go, yeah, hi, it'd be nice to have a chat, they give you this automatic explosion of everything they do or they do that in the first place. How do you manage situations like that? Perhaps it doesn't um, have I, have you. I managed situations where um, someone explodes on social media? No. <laughs> you know when somebody, try, somebody contacts you, on, no, on LinkedIn particularly, um, if they say to you, oh, let's have a chat, or they'll go, hi, Jackie, um, I wonder if you'd be interested in X, Y, Z, where they clearly haven't looked at my profile, and it goes on oh, and yeah. on for yards Damn and yards. What, what do you do with that? Do you just say, no, thank you, or you delete them, or what, or what do you do? Yeah, if it, spamming is a real problem, yeah. um, and links it, you just get so many spam DMs. It's, it's Well, you do on Instagram, you do on all the platforms, mm. and I get used to it as well um so it's I think it's just part of the journey really you will get yeah and then you can report and block certain people if they do it repeatedly yeah Uh, LinkedIn has just produced a new feature where their inbox is now filtered between um promotional uh emails from people not emails uh, messages in mails from people who you're not connected with and you don't know very well mm. and those who they know that you're connected with and have a, a, a decent relationship with. So LinkedIn have tried to rectify that a little bit. Um, and Instagram also do. They have they have um, categories for their uh, DM messages. You've got your primary, you've got your general, and then you've also got your hidden and spam folders. So the social media platforms do try and help you filter through all the trolling and the spam content, um, unfortunately, it's not enough, but it's it's something which is better than nothing. Yeah, this is true. It's true. Um, and you can almost hear 
it's like the swans on the water, isn't it? The program looks as if it's calmly going on and giving you all these wonderful features. But you know, underneath, they're all frantically developing, developing, developing and getting all new stuff so that they can service a, a larger audience. How do people um, get hold of you, Gem? Where will they find you? Obviously on the socials, Instagram and LinkedIn. But <laughs> what would you suggest? How do they stay up to date with all the developments? No. How do they get in touch with you? But you can answer the other one in a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. You're cutting out a little bit in the crucial bits. Your oh. sound cuts out. Oh, dear. Question. Sorry. Um, stay in contact with me. Oh, I'd love to stay in contact with anybody that's listening. So Instagram, it's gem.bahajub. And on uh, LinkedIn, it's also gem.bahajub as well. So gem, J-E-M. My surname's a bit of a mouthful, I know. Um, it's B-A-H-A-I-J-O-U-B for boy. Um, and, yes, if you, you'll you find me on LinkedIn or you can visit my website. Um, but, yes, absolutely would love to connect. Excellent. Oh, thank you so much, Jem. And I threw at you as, as you came on, on the line with us, what, what three top tips would you give people with their social media? So my three top tips um, are related to things that I feel I hear my say, myself saying a lot to clients and colleagues. 12.30 TWC, Business Beat Radio, Mondays 2 till 4pm UK time. Tips, inspiration, fun, tunes for and from business women on all the socials. www.1230.co.uk at Love to Beat Radio. Hi there, so sorry that I was passing out, but we are trying another meeting for communication instead. <laughs> well done, thank you so much for that. Um, so, uh, possibly it's a good idea if you wouldn't mind repeating your hot tip number one, just to make yes. sure everybody's got it, and then we'll, we'll carry on. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, absolutely. So, my first tip, um, which these are all based on conversations I seem to have frequently with clients and colleagues. So, first of all, is don't be afraid to repeat yourself on social media. I have a lot of people who will say to me, oh, well, I said that last week, or... You know, I already did a post on that a month ago. Actually, not everyone is going to see your content all the time. So repetition is really key. It helps your um, it helps to reach your uh, existing and new audiences, but it also helps to reinforce your um, key messages and unique selling points too. So that's my first tip. My second tip is that consistency beats frequency on most occasions. And what I mean by that is it's better to post consistently even if it's only twice a week, then frequently, you know, every day for a week and then nothing for a couple of weeks and then every day for a week and then nothing. So consistency beats, beats frequency. And this is actually backed up by psychology. There's a, a theory called the mere exposure effect, um, which was coined by a um, psychologist that says that when people get exposed to something consistently, they become very familiar with it and they're more likely to uh, want to interact with that person or organization and buy something from them. So there is a psycho psych psychological reason behind um, being consistent on social media. And then my third tip, which is a nice, straightforward, simple one, that, and that merely is humanize your content. People buy into people. They don't buy into faceless brands. Um, and actually, you know, the more that you put yourself out there, and it doesn't always have to be video, it can be photos, but the more you put yourself out there as a person, the more 
approachable you are going to be for your customers. Excellent. Well, I think that's amazing. Three hot tips there. Thank you so much for that. Um, and for anybody who has perhaps just joined us, these shows are recorded and will be on our website under podcasts next week. Um, and a little bit of explosive, exciting news for us is that we will be joining Mint Air Live on the 10th of July. So this show will be going out over two radio stations, Love to Beat Radio and Mint Wave Live. So um, do keep an eye open for that. Jem, what's the plan for the rest of the day for you? Thank you so much for those hot tips. Absolutely invaluable. Um, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, the rest of the day, let me see, it feels like most of the day is gone, but <laughs> I do, I'm working on a social media strategy for a client and I need to deliver that this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also uh, going to be delivering a LinkedIn workshop to um, a company called Startup Greenwich, which is um, a entrepreneurial company that's funded by the British Library, whereby they provide free training and workshops to uh, local uh, startups, solo entrepreneurs and scale-up businesses. So that's on Wednesday, so I'm looking forward to that. Brilliant. Um, so a very busy week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Startup Greenwich is, is really, I've done stuff on them as well, so it's really good, the startup options on there. James, just on a personal level, did you get my email about uh, the event in September? Yes, I did. Excellent. And okay. I'd love to be involved. Uh, Excellent. I, I, may, I was going to apply to you today, but yes, please do count me in. Excellent. That'd be good. So watch this space, everybody, as to what's happening in September, and do keep an eye out for Jem and her workshops. Jem, please repeat your contact details and a little bit more about this um, workshop that you're going to be running. Uh, yes, absolutely. So. Um, my name's Jem Bahashub. You can find me on Instagram and LinkedIn under the name Jem Bahashub or my website. Um, I'll be running a workshop this Wednesday called LinkedIn Fundamentals for Startup Greenwich. I'm also going to be launching my third group marketing coaching program this September. It's for a maximum of uh, six female entrepreneurs and we meet monthly to provide guidance and support on each other's marketing. Um, so do please send me a message on social if you're interested in receiving more information. Fantastic. I can imagine you're going to be inundated with that. Um, Jem, so. thank you so much for sharing your time with us and for sticking with it when technology was against us for, for a little oh, while. Well, thank you so much for your patience. <laughs> thank you also to the listeners for sticking with us as well. Technology it always lets you down at the last minute. So next time I'll be coming into the studio. Absolutely, yes, you do that, and uh, we will not be beaten. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. All right, Jim, I'll let you go. Thank you so much, and I'll speak to you again soon. Take care. Thanks, Jackie. Take care. All right, bye. bye. Jim will be on the recording for you to catch up with if you missed it next week, next Friday. And as she said, she's doing Startup Greenwich on Wednesday. So do look her out on the internet. Find her website, find out all the things that she's actually doing, and you cannot go wrong there. Now, I want to just repeat our little bits of shout-out, where I've lost my piece of paper. Here it is. (laughs) Um, So, um, just a reminder that tomorrow we've got 12.30, the Women's Company in East Dulwich, in a new venue 
called the Cherry Tree, which is just a few paces away from East Dulwich Station. So if you don't want to drive or maybe you can walk, you're that close, you can come into East Dulwich Station and literally pop over the road and you'll be there and you'll find us with um, all the options. Not only a good mix of women there with Dana Chapman, who is our host, but also some nice food. We all need to eat, but it's a very focused meeting. If you've not been with us before, everybody gets the opportunity to introduce themselves thoroughly. You get a minute, which is a good focused time. And of course, you can often actually get your message over to the other people who are there um, within that time. It just depends what your, what your timing is um, and what your message is. And one of the things I, uh, stories I like to tell that I was at a network on one occasion where uh, uh, I think they got 40 seconds for their introduction and to share about themselves. And this guy stood up and he just stood there, didn't say a word, complete and utter silence. And people were nudging each other and saying, is he okay? What's wrong? Um, anyway, when his time was up, he said, okay, my name is X. And if you want to know about me and my business, you'll find me over there in the corner. And, of course, he was absolutely swamped because people did want to find out about him. That was a novel way of attracting attention, engaging with people. And, you know, obviously he was able to share what his business was about with them afterwards. But, of course, that's not the sort of thing that you can do when you... And the important thing about networking, one of the important things about networking, I'm sure you all know, is to attend regularly so that you can build that relationship. But his example is not something that he could repeat week in or month in or whatever because the novelty factor would be lost. So, but why, not, why don't you do something like that? Something a little bit different. Um, so... East Dulwich is tomorrow. Next week um, on the radio, we have got an absolutely jam-packed session for you. And I'm frantically trying to find where the details are. Um, <laughs> um, next Monday on the radio, well, I do happen to know who they are. I know it's Nick Howe from NatWest, uh, Karen Wisdom from Karen Wisdom, and... Juliana Tapasley will be joining us as well and there is just one other person whose name is escaping me at the moment. Why can't I find those details? Um, so it will come to me in a moment, I'm sure. Um, but nevertheless, it's all on the website so don't forget we're all the W's 1230.co.uk and under the calendar, you will find the details there of what's actually going on with our online meetings because we have a TV, our live TV show. It's on the second Wednesday of each month. And otherwise, our meetings have their own regularity and you'll find those there as well. So um, this Saturday is the Ziggy Family Fun Day on Beckenham Green. Do come along to that and please say hi. On the 14th of August is our Seaside Day, so and that's at Birchington. Now, Birchington, if you don't know the area, Birchington's in Thanet. So if you think about Ramsgate, Margate, around there. Now, as you know, this station is based in Penge. That's Love to Beat Radio in Penge High Street. Um, and if you were going to Birchington, 
your easiest by train, uh, your easiest option is to go to Bromley South, and you can get a train straight through. And the uh, Cats Art Deco venue is just about a seven-minute walk away from the station. And Minnis Bay, which is a beautiful bay round there, is about another seven minutes walk on there. So the idea is that you can bring absolutely anybody you wish to that a day. It's a social event as well as touching on the business side of things so that's friends and family colleagues clients uh, can come to that particular day and we'll all have a super super time um, you'll find the regularity of the other events on the website don't forget same time same place every week this is Jackie Groundsell signing off now see you again take care this is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio.